Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Um, greetings from Hidden Riches Ministries. I am Prophetess Tanya Cantrell, and my husband is Pastor Ronnie Cantrell. In his absence, we just pray blessings upon him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We just uh, thank God this morning for you all. Thank you for watching. I pray that this uh, word of God will bless you. And I, I can actually guarantee that it will bless you. Hallelujah. We're just going to uh, just jump into it. We're coming out of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. We're going to start with verse 1 and go through verse 10. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry as we have received mercy, we faint not. Uh, this is not a time. This is not the time to faint, guys. It is not the time to faint because we have uh, many things that we have to do. We have many things that we have to obtain, many things that we have to go through as well as overcome, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Jesus Christ, the Lord, and ourselves, your servants of Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, have shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Verse 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency may be of the power of God and not of us. Now, this is where I, I really want to start teaching at today about this treasure. And we have to understand that, that, that I, I believe it's not talking about the gifts of the spirit. It's talking about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, that power um, the spirit of God that's on the inside of us is a treasure. It's, it's a gift. It's, uh, it's translated as being wealth or deposit. We, we weren't born with him, but, but we accepted him. We asked for him. Hallelujah. And when we have the Holy Spirit, we have power. We have insight. We have knowledge. And, and also he gives us fruit. <laughs> fruit that will remain fruit that can be purged to uh, give us more fruit. Amen. And we need fruit to handle these life occurrences in our life that we can glorify God and represent him the correct way. Amen. So uh, also a, a, a treasure can also be um, um, worded as being a gift. Amen. Like I stated earlier, a gift. 
So in James 1 and 17, it says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and coming down from the father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So this good gift, this perfect gift, this gift of the Holy Spirit that, that Jesus said that he's going to a place to prepare for us, but he's not going to leave us alone. He's not going to leave us comfortless. So he sent us another comforter, the Holy Spirit. He can comfort us in these turmoil, trials, and, and, and persecution, and ridicule, and, and let down. He can comfort us through everything, in everything. Hallelujah. Um, the gift of the Holy Spirit is power in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The Bible says that, that, that when we receive him, we should receive power. Hallelujah. When, when that spirit comes up on us, then when that spirit is, is moving through us, we have power, the anointing of God, the anointing that destroys every yoke. Hallelujah. Every yoke is every yoke, all yokes. Hallelujah. So we don't have to be yoked up with now. We don't have to be in bondage to nothing. We don't have to be tied down and, and afflicted by anything because there is power in this treasure that's on the inside of us. At the end of verse seven, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. See, can't nobody take credit for this power. Can't nobody take credit for the gift that this treasure that's on the inside of us, the move of the Holy Spirit. And, and I hear people going around saying, I healed them. I delivered them. I set them free. Now sit down somewhere because it's not you. It's the power of God. It is the power of the Holy Spirit that is moving on the inside of us. We need to give credit credit to where credit is due. Hallelujah. And quit being prideful and arrogant and, and, <laughs> and, and all of the above, etc. all things that, that want to renounce the power of God, give him credit because he's the one that's doing it. We, we know that we didn't get up by ourselves. We didn't get out by ourselves. We know we weren't delivered from depression by ourselves. We didn't save ourselves. Hallelujah. God is a good God. Hallelujah. God, the God I'm talking about is Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, God, the Father. That's who I'm talking about. That God, that God. Hallelujah. In Romans 6 and 23, it states for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now, now look at that. The gift of God, it's a gift. It's a treasure. Amen. The gift of God is eternal life. He, uh, Jesus came. He said that he didn't, he came, you know, uh, John 10 and 10, the enemy comes not, but to steal, to kill and destroy. But Jesus came that we may have life and life more abundantly. We can't get life out of material things. We can't get life out of our jobs and from other people. Life only comes from the life source, the living God. Hallelujah. He's still alive right now. He's still yet alive and he's still on his throne right now. So if your life is not lining up with the word of God, he can give it to you. He can show you. He can, he can change you. Jesus. Christ, Yahshua, Emmanuel, 
the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. And also in Acts 10 and 45, it, it talks about um, Peter was coming in and the, the circumcision of the Gentiles, they believe and they were astonished because that on the Gentiles also poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. He's a gift. He's a gift. And, and we got to treat him like he's a gift, like he's precious. You know, when, when you line him up uh, with your statue, with your titles, with what you got in your bank account, with your house, with, with, with your jewelry and your vehicles, none of that can compare nothing. None of that is equivalent to the gift of the Holy Spirit. So we don't have to be upset when things are taken, when, when things leave, even when people pass. Yes, it'll hurt. But, but if we still got Jesus, if we still got the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of the living God, the one that baptizes us with fire and the Holy Ghost, the one that saves us, leads us, guides us, directs us, teaches us, take us into things that are new and give us the truth. It, uh, it talks about the Holy Spirit being the spirit of truth. He cannot lie. If you want to know the truth, because only the truth is going to make us free or set us free, which translation you're reading. He is the one where the truth is. You know, people will lie to our, us and sometimes we lie to ourselves, but the Holy Spirit is a spirit of truth. Where are you going to get that at? You can't get that at Walmart. You can't order that on Amazon. Can't no person give you the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I, I just praise God for what he's doing in this season. I praise God for what he's doing in this time, in this moment. Hallelujah. Philippians 2 and 13 tells us, for it is God that worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. And we can't even take credit when we praise him, when we represent him, when we obey him. It's God that's working on the inside of us because in our flesh, we don't want to praise. We don't want to worship. We don't want to uh, pray. We don't want to study and show ourselves approved unto him. We don't want to uh, treat people right. We want to get back at them in our flesh. That's our fleshly uh, natural response. That's what the flesh do. The flesh is enmity against the spirit of God. It's against the spirit. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible tells us to crucify our flesh daily. You got to crucify this thing. You got to crucify this, this flesh, this fleshly nature, our fleshly thoughts. We got to crucify it daily because it'll come back up. It'll come back up. What you was fighting right now, it, it might try to creep back up and, and knock on your door uh, later on this afternoon. But we got to crucify the flesh. Why? Because we got this treasure. We got this power that's on the inside of us. Almighty power. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Verse eight, we are troubled on 
every side, the left side, the right side, the front side, the back side. And, and it's okay that we're troubled because the Bible says we're not going to be distressed. Come on now. Trouble means to afflict, to throne, to suffer tribulation. Yeah, we, but, but God, he promised that I will be with you in trouble. He's a very present help in the time of trouble. And these times I look every day, it's some trouble going on. It's some trouble going on in homes, trouble going home in the government, going on in the government. Trouble is happening in the school system, in, in the families. Trouble is happening in the hospital. It's trouble everywhere you look in different countries. It's trouble that's happening. But John 14 and 1 tells us to let our heart be not troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. See, see, uh, see, I understand that. And I, I myself have allowed this trouble that's on the outside to get on the inside. And that's when, when ships and boats, that's when they sink, when they let that outside the out the water that's on the outside get on the inside. That's when it start to sink. That's when it start to go down. That's when you get weighted down. When you let these cares of this world and sometimes people, people, we got to put people at the feet of Jesus. We got to cast them at the feet of Jesus. You need to give your children to Jesus. Give give the uh, your spouses to Jesus. Your coworkers, the things that that's just making you crazy. That's stressing you out, that that make you want to commit suicide. People, you know, you don't have to do all of that because Jesus is here. He is here. He's a very present help in the time of trouble. Hallelujah. We might be troubled on every side, but we're not distressed. Distress means cramp. It means straight. We're not, we're not distressed, although we got trouble on every side. Although we got it on the left hand and the right hand, we're not distressing. God is a keeper. And the Bible tells us that he that keepeth his mind on him, on God. If you keep your mind on God, he will keep you in perfect peace. People can't give you peace. Quietness is different than peace. Because it can be quiet on the outside but it can be raging on the inside. We need peace, the Prince of Peace, the peace, oh my God, Jesus. And, and he make us peacemakers, hallelujah. But this Prince of Peace can be on the inside of you when the storm come, when the winds come, when the, when the waves come. He know how to say, peace be still. And you can say it to yourself, hallelujah. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Perplexed means to have no way out, to be at loss, to be doubting. See, see, we not see. We have a way out. Jesus is the way. Hallelujah. But if you don't have Jesus, you will be perplexed. You won't have a way out. You will be at loss and not gain. We are perplexed, but we're not in despair. And despair means to be utterly at a loss or to be despondent. See, we got to understand that we're going to go through this life. We're going to go through trouble. We're going to go through trials. We're going to go through tribulations. 
but we're not alone. He said, I would never leave you nor forsake you. And, and I'll go over there a little bit later. But, but God is with us to assist us, to help us. Even the spirit of the living God, he's translated to be a paraclete or one that comes alongside to help. You know, sometimes we have people in our lives, our family, our friends, they say, I'm going to be there to the end. I got you. I, I got your back. I'm, I'm with you 100. Hallelujah. But we found out that, that they would deny us. We found out that they would leave us hanging. We found out that they would let us down. Hallelujah. But, but Jesus, there's no failure in him. No failure in God. Hallelujah. We're going to verse eight now, excuse me, verse nine, persecuted, but not forsaken, <laughs> persecuted. Who have been persecuted? Who done been through the fire? Who done been lied on, set up, talked about? Who have been persecuted for the name of Jesus? They want to kill you. You got threats against your life. Hallelujah. They, they trying to take you out. They trying to fire you. Who has not been persecuted? See, it's a good thing <laughs> to be persecuted for righteousness sake. Because uh, Matthew chapter 5, starting with verse 10, going through 12. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake. You're blessed. If you're being persecuted because you're living a godly life, that you have consecrated and separated yourself unto the fulfillment of the purpose of our God, Father, our God, the Father, hallelujah, then you, you're, you know, you're being a light that's set up on the hill. Don't let nobody put shade on you. Don't let nobody quench that, that flame that's on the inside of you because this says you are blessed. We got to remember that we are blessed. And not just material things. We're blessed because we got peace. We got joy. We got love. We're long suffering. We're patient. We're, we're just, we got the fruit of the Holy Spirit manifesting in our life. A lot of people don't have that. We are blessed. And then it goes on to say, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Look, look at this benefit package. Hallelujah. That we're getting because we are under persecution. We're persecuted, all right. Verse 11, I'm still in Matthew chapter five. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Let them lie. <laughs> Let them lie. Do you, you don't have to even, you know, Jesus, when he was on the cross, they were saying th stuff. They was mocking him. They didn't believe that he was the king of, of glory. They didn't believe who he was. But but he didn't say a mumbling word. See, that's what we got to do. We got to conquer what's trying to conquer us. We got to learn how to hold our peace and let the Lord fight the battle for us. We got to learn that we are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Verse 12, rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. You ain't going through this thing by yourself. You're not the first one that's being persecuted, that's being ridiculed, that's being reviled for the name of Jesus. You're not the first one. Hallelujah. You're not the first one and you're not going to be the last one. We're, for, we're persecuted, but we're not forsaken. And, and to forsake means to leave behind, to desert. Uh, 
God, God, God is so faithful. He can't even do that. That's not even a part of his character. Even when he's quiet, he hasn't left us. Hebrews 13 and 5 tells us that I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. He's he not going to kick us to the curb. He's not going to let us down. He's not like us. He's not like people. He's not like man. He is with us until the end of time. And, and really, time is eternal. There is no ending. There is no ending. So we got to make sure we got our house in order. We got to make sure we got our life in order and submit it unto God. Amen. He told Joshua, I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. That's powerful. He's not only going to be with us. He's not going to fail us. And he's not going to forsake us. That's some good news. And, and we should be shouting and rejoicing right now that we got somebody that's with us 24-7. We got somebody that's with us before we go through the tunnel, while we're in the tunnel. And when we come out of the tunnel, when we come out of that dark place, when we come out of that down place hallelujah we got somebody that is on our side that is faithful and and and, and god is so faithful y'all god is so faithful he's so faithful uh we we'd have, we'd have been blessed so much than we deserve we know we don't deserve some things we know what we done did <laughs> but i thank god that he he threw it into the sea of forgiveness i thank god that he don't be bringing up our past hallelujah only the devil and people and sometimes we go back in the past but why go back in the past when we got so much great so much greater that's up ahead. Our next is greater than what we are right now. So it's not time to give up. Hallelujah. It's not time for you to lose your treasure. Don't be losing and, and giving over your peace to the enemy. Cast down, but not destroy it. Cast down means to throw down. It, it means you've been thrown down. Uh, uh, but, but God know how to pick you up. Amen. God know how to pick you up because in Psalm 37, 24, it said, though he fall, he should not be utterly cast down for the Lord upholded him with his hand. See, that, that was kind of perplexing to me because I'm like, wait a minute, you just said in 2 Corinthians that we're going to be cast down, but not destroyed. Now you're saying we're not going to be utterly cast down and not destroyed. See, we got to understand that sometimes God will say something, but he will mean something else. Like he told them about Lazarus. Yeah, he dead, but he's not dead. See, that don't make no sense. But we got to understand. But after that, on the other side, on the other side of what he said, we got to stand on what he's saying. What is God saying? Though you're going through some stuff, you're not going through. You're not going to be cast down. You're not going to be utterly destroyed. Hallelujah. Because God wants you to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. He told us we got to live. We got to live this thing out. Amen. We got to go in and possess the land. Amen. Don't lose the treasure of the Holy Spirit. If you don't have him, you can ask God for him. You can ask God for anything. God told us, told us in his word, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open unto us. And a lot of times we're not receiving things and we're not obtaining things because we're not asking. We're not seeking. We're not a knocking. We got to do our part. God is going to do his part, but we got to do our part because some of these blessings are uh, conditional on our obedience. 
We need to be obedient. He said, be willing and obedient and you should eat the good of the land. Why, why, why you don't have nothing on your plate? Because you haven't been willing and obedient. When he tells us to do things, we need to be about our father doing it. We need to be about his business. Amen. And I just praise God for you today. I pray that this word bless you. Don't lose your treasure. Keep what's on the inside of you. Keep the Holy Spirit close. Stay close to God the Father, God Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. It's a great season. It's a great day. God is still blessing, even though we're still in this pandemic. We're still going through. Hallelujah. God is still blessing his people. Don't lose your hope. Don't lose your faith. Continue to pray. Continue to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord because your labor is not vain in the Lord. It's not vain in the Lord. You, you're going to, you're going to reap. You're going to reap if you faint not. Hallelujah. You can, it's reaping season. It's reaping season. It's reaping season, people. Hallelujah. If your blessing is coming tomorrow, you can't give up today. You can't commit suicide today. You can't throw in a towel today. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. I'm, I'm just encouraging you to be strengthened because we got, we got some things that, that God still, they haven't been fulfilled yet. They haven't been fulfilled yet. And we just got to trust him. The Bible said, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. Acknowledge him in all of your ways and he shall direct your path. And, and sometimes we don't know where we at. Sometimes we don't know where we're going. Where, God, am I doing this right? Keep on walking. Just keep on being faithful in what he told you to do in the instructions of the Lord. He can work it out. He can fix it. He can heal it. He's the one that gives us favor and promotion. Seek the Lord. Quit seeking people. Pray to the Lord. Quit at, why, why you want to ask, you know, go secondhanded? We don't have to go to the priest anymore. We don't have to go to people because Jesus is our high priest. He's the one that's making intercession for us. The Bible says he's seated on the right hand of God, make it intercession for us. You don't have to go to Facebook. You don't have to go to Twitter asking everybody to pray for you. You can pray for yourself. You can pray for yourself. Hallelujah. You can pray for yourself. When you have that relationship with him and you have peace with him, you just talk to him one-on-one. -on -one. He's a treasure. He's a mighty God. He's an all-powerful God. He's an all-knowing God. Hallelujah. He, he know everything that, that we're going through. He know everything about us, even before we open our mouth. I done had instances where I didn't even verbally uh, pray about a situation and God fixed it. He worked it out. He supplied all of, all of my need at that moment. That's how great and faithful he is. He's going to give us everything that we need. And again, thank you for, for viewing whatever social media you're, you're viewing from with uh, Hidden Riches Ministries. Again, my name is Tanya Cantrell. Thank you and bless you.